Green Pastures are the weekly devotions published by Vineyard Boise, consisting of four parts, the reading, the reflection, the question, and the prayer. Green Pastures for Tuesday, October 18th. Risky Business. Today's scripture reading is found in Matthew chapter 28, verses 16 and 17 from the Message Translation, which reads, Meanwhile, the eleven disciples were on their way to Galilee, headed for the mountain Jesus had set out for their reunion. The moment they saw him, they worshipped him. Some, though, held back, not sure about worship, about risking themselves totally. This is God's word. To worship is to experience reality, to touch life. It is to know, to feel, to experience the resurrected Christ in the midst of the gathered community. It is a breaking into the Shekinah of God, or better yet, being invaded by the Shekinah of God. Shekinah meaning the glory or the radiance of God dwelling in the midst of his people. It denotes the immediate presence of God as opposed to a God who is abstract or aloof. That's Richard Foster again as he muses on the discipline of worship. Worship is breaking into the Shekinah of God, or better yet, it is being invaded by the Shekinah of God. Worship is risky business. I love Peterson's rendering of Matthew's words describing that post-resurrection encounter with Jesus by the surviving disciples. Ha! There's a line to back up and repeat. The surviving disciples. Oh yeah, this is risky business, isn't it? Worship is risky business. We just might not make it out of this alive. And we undoubtedly won't make it out of this the same. Worship is where hearts are rewired and names are changed. Like Saul overwhelmed by God on the journey and finding himself stripping down to nothing and worshiping ecstatically, unintelligibly, provoking companions who had known him for a lifetime to ask, is Saul also among the prophets? This would be the Saul of the Old Testament who became king. Like Isaiah, whose lips were touched and then unleashed to bear witness to divine realities in the palaces of kings. Like David, who worshipped beneath the evening sky and was empowered to take down giants. Worship is risky business. Ask the high priest, whom it was said, enter the most holy place with a rope tied around his waist so that if he died on the spot, they could drag his corpse out of there. Ask Nadab and Abihu, sons of the high priest, who did, in fact, die on the spot, burned to a crisp before God. Ask Ananias and Sapphira, who also died on the spot, just in case you think that was like a pre-Jesus thing. Talk about an inducement to draw near to God. We just might not make it out of this alive. We definitely won't make it out the same. God's presence is volatile. Worship is risky. Worship is life-changing. Which means, perhaps, we should have new signage over our sanctuary and chapel doors and over any of our private devotional spaces. Warning! Enter at your own risk. No wonder some of those surviving disciples held back, not sure about worship, not sure about risking themselves totally. Totally. 
At least they knew what was at stake. Now, as you pause for a moment of personal reflection and prayer, ponder, have you experienced worship as risky business? How has worship changed you? What recent worship encounter left you profoundly changed? How? Lord, you are God over all the earth, and to you all flesh will come. Let us come to you. Let us come to worship. Let us worship you at the appointed hour and in the spontaneous moment, in the company of others and in the solitude of lonely places, in ways, in ways loud and expressive, in ways quiet and unspoken, in ornate sanctuary and in the checkout line at Walmart, in the quiet of the early morning and dawn's first light, and in the chaotic din of midday, in the calm of the solemn assembly and in the chaotic upheavals of the nursery. In all these ways and more, let us worship you, filled with divine breath, saturated in the deepening reality of you, through your spirit with, upon, and in us. Amen. Amen.